Yet each man kills the thing he loves. By each let this be heard. Some do it with a bitter look, some with a flattering word. The coward does it with a kiss, the brave man with a sword. Oscar Wilde, The Ballad of Reading Goal. He's kind of crazy, she's a little insane. Hello everybody and welcome to the Silver Linings Playcast. I'm your host, Jamie Ward. As far as I know, this is the only podcast that is devoted to Silver Linings Playbook. The movie in the Silver Linings Playbook, the book. Um, Here's our story for this week. Tiffany lay in your arms, Pat. Blood spilled out from the gash across her neck. The streaming of life that escaped felt warm on your forearms as it trickled down to the floor. It dampened the rolled-up sleeves of your favorite flannel shirt, the shirt Tiffany had bought you last May when you were going to go on vacation. You wore it today of all days. Crying, you gently cupped the back of her head and rested oh so carefully on the ground. It's almost as if you still believed that she could feel pain if you let her head hit the ground too hard. She can't feel pain. The only pain in this moment is being felt by you, Pat. What happened? How did it come to this? What took place to find ourselves here, holding the love of your life limp and breathless on the ground? You arrived at this cabin two days ago. It was Friday, and you picked Tiffany up after work, kissing her when you opened the door welcoming you home. She was already packed and so were you. You hopped in the jeep and made your way up here to the Poconos. Do you remember what happened that led you here? You know there was a little fight with the price of the cabin. Tiffany thought you should have saved a little and just stay at a hotel, but you wanted to treat her. It wasn't a bad fight, though. More like a disagreement of terms. That can't be why she's dead. After all, she was the love of your life. Perhaps we're jumping to conclusions. You don't have all the facts yet. Just because a woman lies dead in your arms doesn't mean anything. Maybe you were knocked out by the same assailant who attacked your wife. If that's the case, I'm sure you did your best to fight them off and stop them. Poor Tiffany. It's only too bad that they probably had the advantage of surprise. Who would expect to be at the mercy of violent criminals here in this resort? They had to have snuck in the window and knocked you out before you even knew what happened. Pat, you need to get it together. Stop crying. There will be time for sadness later. Right now, you need to figure out if you're safe. Whoever did this might come back. What if they haven't left? You could be next. Go check the closet, the bathroom, Make sure the windows and the doors are closed. The cabin, is it empty? It's just you. And we're not sure how we're going to count Tiffany. She's clearly here, yet she's no longer with us. Don't call the police yet. They would probably jump to the same conclusion that we're struggling not to reach as well. They'd only ask you questions that you don't currently know how to answer, as... We all know when you don't answer their questions to their liking, they are liable to shine their light of interrogation 
on you. You're not a suspect here. You're just another victim. You are going to get out of this. And then we can process our grief later. Right now, sadness is only a hindrance to finding a way out of this mess. Ow. You feel that? That's a cut on the side of your cheek. Your head is reeling and feels bruised on the back. Of the... Now that the shock of the blunt force that knocked you out is subsiding, you notice the laceration on your face. The bruise, pain, dulls as the cut sharpens. There must have been a struggle. You wouldn't have given up without a fight to protect the honor of your wife. If nothing else, you would have fought for self-preservation. Oh no, there's blood all over your clothes. It's going to be very difficult to convince the authorities you had no part of this. You really need to figure out who did this. Because we're prisoners right now. A prisoner trapped in our final moment of freedom. It's only final if someone finds you before you find the killer. Look for clues, Pat. Look at the body. No, it hurts too much. We'll look at the body, but we'll save it for last. You put a sheet over her to cover her until we can bear to conduct that part of the investigation. This is weird. You notice there's blood on the bed, sheet, and blood on the mattress. Good, Pat. You found our first clue. Look. You stick your finger through a tear in the middle of the mattress. It looks like there was a sharp object that stabbed either you or her. You don't see any other blood in the rest of the furniture in the room. That must mean that most of the violence took place in bed. You were sleeping, she was sleeping. That would explain why you don't remember what happened. You were attacked and woke up to find this unfortunate mess. They don't leave the weapon, did they? You look around and you see most of the cabin is rather put together. The only disheveled furniture is the bed, which is a little torn up, and the coffee table. The glass top is cracked and the magazines sitting on it are scattered. Other than that, you wouldn't be able to tell anything sinister even happened in this room. You're assuming it happened in this room. Maybe you should step outside. You walk out the front door. You're standing in the woods. There's snow on the ground and the jeep you bought it is parked away over. You can see the mountain trail leading up to the next cabin at the resort, which is over a mile away. They wouldn't have been able to hear anything if it wasn't even loud enough for you to be awakened by it. You walk around the cabin looking for any signs of disturbed foliage, forced entry, nothing. Whoever did this clearly has no problem with getting into the cabin. You should look up the names of the staff that were working over the last 24 hours. When it gets lighter outside, you could look at the ground and see if there's any tire treads that you might match against the vehicle down at the lodge. You walk back into the cabin, almost hoping that the scene you left isn't real. Somehow you imagine everything and it will be okay. You almost hold your eyes shut for a moment after you step inside. It's like you want to exist in the fantasy of what this place could have been for one more second. Boom. What's that sharp pain in your stomach? You open your eyes and your gaze is met by the glaring blue of Tiffany's. You both look down at the knife that she's holding in your abdomen. She twists the blade to keep your wound open. But why, you say? Your vision gets a little blurry and your head is feeling light. You collapse to the ground. The pain in your stomach is so intense that you almost don't feel the piercing of the blade. Your body is simply processing it 
as an impact. I loved you, you say. I loved you so much, why would you do this? I didn't love you, she tells you. You didn't have to do this. Not like this, you say. I didn't know any other way, she tells you. I'm sorry, she says. You cough up blood, which gets caught in your throat on its way up and out. Tiffany wipes the blood off her neck. You realize it was just makeup. She sets you up. You were blinded by our love for her. Why, you ask? Because she starts to answer, but your eyes grow heavy. The sound of the world becomes muddled and loud, like the engine of an airplane is going off beside your head. The light starts to dim as the world turns black. You're lucky. The worst moment of your life was far shorter than it could have been. A few inches to the left or the right and you'd be lying on the floor in agony watching your wife betray you while you writhe in agony. Instead, you're oblivious to all of that. You're at peace. The only peace. There is no love, there is no hate, there is no existence. It doesn't matter how you got here. Everyone is the same here. If you'd survived, you would have been bitter harboring a resentment towards Tiffany, an anger you'd never be able to forgive her or yourself for becoming everything you wanted to avoid in life. No, Pat, we're lucky. Only a few people truly find love, but we all eventually find peace. All right, um, tune in. Next week, because we're going to have a very special episode, I hope. Um, you know, we might not. Because <laughs> I got some stuff, but um, yeah. We're going to try. We're really going to try to have a special episode next week, because next week is something very important, and tune in to find out what that is. Until next time, we'll see you down the road at Excelsior. He's kind of crazy, she's a little insane Keeping energy really messes with his brain One is divorced, the other's husband is dead